This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Now on Joy 94.9, this is The Glow Show with your host, Victoria Police LGBTI Liaison Officer, Gabrielle Tyak, Joy's own Will Lanting, with a range of Victoria Police staff and Joy volunteers coming together to inform and support our diverse LGBTI communities. Here is The Glow Show on Joy. And yes, you are on The Glow Show, Joy 94.9. I'm Will, and as always, joined by Gabby. How are you this week, Gabby? Loving the darkness. I know, I know. I love it. I, and, but it, as we keep saying, it's cold and horrible, and I hate that. I love it. You love it? Yeah. Now, tonight. Someone else who loves the dark. The dark? Why do they like, why does he like the dark? I'll let him explain. Oh, okay. So who have we got in tonight? Acting Senior Sergeant Travis Costello. Travis, welcome to the studio. Welcome to the Glow Show. Thank you for having from me. From Footscray. Foot is a grey. From Not the scray. Yeah. <laughs> you remember the old ad from the North of Melbourne and the Foot is a grey? Oh, was that Fra- uh, Frank, Frank Ocott? Ocott. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that shows the age of me, doesn't it? Not really. We're all, I think we're all about the same vintage or close to. I don't Except know. me. Maybe no. you. Maybe not you, Trav. A bit before my time, Gab. Now, Sorry. I've always got to ask, first up, what made you join the Victorian Police Force, Travis? Oh, it's a great question. I could toe the company line and say... Um, Please don't. No, don't. No, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, no, look, I did want to help people, um, but there was more to it than that. It was, you know, it's the variety in work. It's the different work locations. It's a different kind of work you can do. It's, you know, the shift work was appealing. Um, what? what? Yeah, I like it. Who doesn't like a bit of sleep in midweek? Uh, no. Mm, I just don't like night shift. Yes. I like sleep-ins, but yeah, the, yeah. you've so got to do me. something to get the sleep-ins. <laughs> the, sh- the day you start a night shift, though, that you, you sleep in during that day, and that's a bit of a treat because it's the one time <sighs> you can kind of lay around in bed and not feel bad. It's not worth it. <laughs> anyway, um, <moving> sorry. On. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, the diversity work was really appealing to me, and um, I'd been at university and I did a Bachelor of Arts major in criminal justice and initially wanted to go down and join the federal police. Um, but I suppose I wanted to get my hands dirty a little bit and do some street policing. So um, started as a public servant with Victoria Police, working uh, within Intel and covert support. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So went from there and then um, yeah, joined Victoria Police and joined in around in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, went from there to a couple of uh, metropolitan stations within um, Southern Metropolitan. Yep. So I spent most of my career at St Kilda and then did some... Uh, that would have been an eye-opener. Look, it's very different. Um, it's a very dynamic area. Yeah. I mean, um, some of the things you see in security, you'll see nowhere else. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you might know what some of those things are. So went from there, did a bit of time at uh, the local CIU um, and working within a drug unit for 12 months out of Paran. Yep. Um, did some upgrading to sergeant at Paran, uh, obtained a sergeant spot out at West, Altona, which was a bit of an eye-opener for me. I'd never been West, never worked West. I had no friends West. I had no reasons to go West. <laughs> So the day I landed in Altona, I was like a fish out of water. I didn't quite know where I was and what I needed to do. So that was enjoyable and then moved from there to Footscray and then um, obviously currently upgraded to the stage commander there. So. Slowly moving back east again, incrementally. Still a Westie. <laughs> well, still no, a Westie. I'm yeah. feeling a little bit more comfortable the closer I get to home. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you've been a glow for a long time. Yeah, I have. Um, I I was a glow when I got to Paran Police Station. Um, I was quite surprised that we didn't have any, many, if any, glows yeah. at the station. And Which is crazy. It is, isn't it? I mean, I kind of think of Pran as, you know, the LGBTI capital of mm. Victoria, um, apart from maybe Dalesford or Fitzroy. But <laughs> so arriving there and seeing that was quite surprising. And, um, you know, people would ask me a lot of questions and I wouldn't always have the answers. I mean, I probably wouldn't have the answers the majority of the time. So it was an area that I was then interested in, I suppose, exploring, um, knowing that we'd obviously have a lot of stakeholders within that area um, and different support group, health organisations, counselling service and so forth. Um, I wanted to kind of reach into them and see what resources were available to assist police um, and, you know, who we could, you know, um, um, engage our clients with or the people we deal with on the street, whether they be criminals or victims of crime. So um, I suppose I did it, I suppose, more out of necessity, um, if I'm honest, and then, but I actually really did enjoy it. So, you know, formed some fantastic relationships, made some good friendships, and um, I think it's, you know, it definitely grew from there. So you became a glow at Paran during your tenure there, did you? Yeah, I did, and yep. uh, managed to boost the glows probably from one to about probably twelve or thirteen by the time oh, I left. So fantastic! Thank goodness, because I was banging my head against the wall, wondering why I couldn't get any glows at Paran <laughs> for, for years. And then you came along. And I thought, Thank God. <laughs> yeah, so, no, it was good. Good experience. Why do you think that was the case? Because you you said it's sort of the one of the capital stations for the yeah. LGBTI community. I think it's um look. If I can use the word, um, it's a word that's trying to run a fair bit gay-friendly. I found it was a very, very gay-friendly mm-hmm. station. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes we less, we you know, we might rest on our laurels and go, oh, you know, look, we are very, you know, yeah. fr- friendly station to the, to the LGBTI community. Look where we are, Paran. Um, and whether they don't know about GLOWs, whether, um, you know, they feel a need to be a GLOW, whether they don't feel, whether that it's a misunderstanding of what GLOWs actually do, mm. um, there's a number of reasons, you know, why we don't have GLOWs or we're unrepresenting GLOWs at certain stations. So you moved over to Eltona from Paran. So just give us a bit of an understanding how different it was for the LGBTI scene from those two stations, which are literally just across the river. Yeah. Look, big difference. Yep. Um, you know, there's obviously a big representation of LGBTIQ plus uh, members of the community within Stonington. Um, in Hobson's Bay, which Altona is obviously a part of, um, there weren't many, or I shouldn't say there weren't many, there weren't many that were making themselves known to me or to the station. Um, but at the time, we had a fantastic senior sergeant there who was, um, you know, really um, pro um, glows and, you know, really pro... Um, Diversity? Uh, yeah, diversity and, you know, having as many glows at the station as she could possibly have. Mm. Um, so, obviously, you know, that worked in really well with, um, you know, my experience at Paran and, and my vision, obviously, for the station as well. So, from that, you know, we started to network within uh, the stakeholders within um, out, you know, Altona Way, Hobson's Bay Way. Um, but just entirely different, you know, the, the, the crime's different, you know, the people are different, the issues are different. Um, so, yeah, it was a bit of a... Bit of a learning curve, and it's just not an area I'm familiar with. I mean, I didn't even know where the police station was. <laughs> it is really amazing, and you say the crime's different. So, from somewhere in the east, in eastern suburbs to 
the inner western suburbs, what sort of differences in crime generally do you see? Yeah, so look, obviously in Stonington and Port Phillip, where I worked in St Kilda and Paran, um, mm. there's a lot of license premises. And I think there was over 170, 190 license premises across Port Phillip. So obviously with that, you have lots of public order related issues. Mm. Um, you also probably have an increase in people possessing a drug independence um, with the nightclubs. So a lot of your policing targets um, – you know, the public order related crime and your assaults, you know, your drunken bad behaviour. In Hobson's Bay, there's not as many licensed premises. So, you know, that's not such, I suppose, an issue. I mean, look, there's an issue everywhere, yeah, um, but we're not having to put as many it's, resources. It's not the volume of issue. Yeah, yeah, correct. So, you know, out west, um, family violence can be more prominent um, in, in certain areas. Um, and you have, you know, different crime themes that, um, can cause you issues at any particular time and it's about having the resources to obviously, you know, put to that to try and remedy that issue. So, But the West has such a much more visible LGBTI presence now. I think if you look back a few years ago, they, they perhaps are a bit more hidden. Mm. But going from Footscray from Altona to Footscray from Altona, you probably have noticed a much more bigger representation who contact police or work with police oh, or massive. are engaging with police. Totally. So obviously, you know, Yarraville and Seddon are very diverse um, suburbs. Um, lots of Subarus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and, you know, there was quite a few glows already at Footscray when I arrived and Footscray actually got nominated for an award on behalf of Premier and Cabinet for um, uh, some work they did around uh, some issues in a local park. Um, so there was already a really strong network of glows at Footscray. Um, so it was easy, really easy to step into. Um, and, you know, our inspector, um, our local air commander was also a glow. So we obviously had that support at the, in the upper echelons within um, the area. So basically, you know, the world was our oyster in terms of pro- Projects. Um, you know, we, we, I was just emailing someone today. They're asking me what our um, front counter looks like, and we've got this. Um, it's a glow cabinet, so it's you know it's got a rainbow flag, it's got a picture of Gabby's back, which has got that that the that, famous back. Yeah, the famous <laughs> back. <laughs> um, you know, and. I'm trying to think what else is in there now, but there's a number of things in that cabinet and, you know, you often see people walk into the station, that's straight where they're drawn to and they go and look at that or um, you know, there's a number of other cabinets as well. And so, you know, and then we've got the pamphlets on the front counter and yeah, so you The rainbow def- flag on the counter too. Yeah, the rainbow flag. Um, so, yeah, look, you, you definitely notice a big difference um, between Hobson's Bay and, yeah, Maribyrnong in terms of um, your representation and the people that come into the station and the different kind of issues you have. Yeah, it's funny you mention that. It's probably a question for you both because I'm Western Suburbs as well. I'm up uh, way in the top corner and I'll go to my local station to, to get a stat deck signed or, or report something or whatever and I've always said, oh, do you have a glow officer on site because I just want to say, g'day, you know, I'm well from the glow show, yeah. you know. And uh, they go, oh, first of all, it's like, Bewilderment. What, what are you talking about? And then, and then still, it's, yeah, you haven't told me this story, Will. No, I haven't run it by you. But and then they go, that person's not in today, you know. And it's just like, oh, it's nice that you got someone, but you know, it's okay. It, it yeah. does run a little bit thin, I think, in some areas. But yeah, and you're right. But look, I'll, I'll be pretty confident with Footscray that the majority of the time there'll be one, at least one glow working. Um, because you got so many. Because we have so many. Um, <laughs> But if I can say this about Footscray, and, you know, um, I'd like to say it across the board, but I work at Footscray, so I speak for Footscray. Yeah. I would be quite comfortable in 
a member of the LGBTI community reporting any incident to any member there, whether they be a GLOW or not. Yep. It is an extremely, if I can use the word, a gay-friendly gay station. Um, I've never heard an inappropriate comment. I've never seen an inappropriate comment. Um, you know, a victim is treated like any other victim. Um, and I, you know, if there was something inappropriate going on, I'd know about it. And there's just not. Um, so I'm immensely proud of that. Um, and our members, and I suppose, you know, at Footscray, we have a lot of younger members, I suppose. So you're probably not dealing with some of the outdated opinions. Um, I, I presume they still exist. Um, not that anyone would be brave enough to say it to my face. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of that about Footscray. And to be honest, all the stations I've worked on. Beautiful stuff. Um, you're listening to Travis, Tra- Travis Costello? Not Costello, Costello. Uh, Acting Senior Sergeant, Footscray. Is it uh, not, what do they call your station? Footscray CIB? No. Just Footscray Station. Yeah, Footscray, Footscray station. station, I know. I'm just starting to sound Will's like a TV. losing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're on The Glow Show, Joy 94.9. You're listening to The Glow Show on Joy. Back soon. Your community is our business. Joy 94.9. Welcome back. This is The Glow Show on Joy. You're back with The Glow Show with Will and Gabby. We're currently talking to Acting Senior Sergeant Travis Costello from Footscray, who is one of our very well-known and long-standing glows. We were talking about all the great work that he's been doing in various stations and currently leading up to his time at Footscray. We've done a lot of work together in, in the glow role. We have. We've been to many places. One springs to mind, Gabby. Do tell. Oh. <laughs> Don't want to get myself into trouble here. Um, I'm sitting why all excited would you? here. <laughs> well... I remember um, Gabby and I once got invited to go and do a Q&A session oh. at a certain licensed premises and they advertised it. I think it was beer with a cop or pint with a cop. I can't quite remember. This was several years ago. And we thought, oh, what a fantastic opportunity to get out there and, you know, deal with members of the LGBTI community where they can ask us any questions they like and, you know, a warm environment where everyone's friends. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it didn't go too good, did it? Well, Mostly so, it was good. Yeah, there was a minor element of not so good. There was a loud minority who weren't happy to have us there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had Gabby and I had protesters. Um, we had some signs. I, I was when we went in there. I felt a bit like Pauline Hanson and stuff. Went way through the protesters to get up to the top. It was weird. It was really strange. And I remember seeing um, some people at the back of the um, premises, and I thought, oh, oh, I get a bad feeling that these might be some of the ones that don't like us very much. So I. I said to one of the, I uh, saw a lady standing behind them and she looked friendly and I said, oh, if someone goes to throw a pie or something, can you just put your hand in the air so I can duck? So who were these people were you able to elaborate? Oh, look, just some just angry members don't of, of, the, of the community. And, yep. yeah, who Not don't everyone like likes police and we mm. understand that. Mm. And, and some people have their reasons, um, valid or not valid. But And we, we can't expect everyone to like us, but we just weren't mm. used to such hostility, I suppose. Yeah, and look, we really tried to answer their questions and, you know, be as honest and fair as possible. I mean, we're there as allies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're not there because um, we've got an issue with the community. In fact, it's the complete opposite. So um, for us to become the target of... Um, it kind of felt like hate. Um, well, it was. Mm. Um, was weird. And then, you know, I suppose... Once I got the microphone, it's very hard to get it off them. So trying to remain composed um, in a situation where you want everyone to have the chance to you know, ask a question and, and, and converse with you was a, 
interesting situation. Uh, certainly a challenging time for you at, the mo- at that stage. Well, I mean, especially when you think a pike will come flying towards you. Or <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> no, it we didn't. Might, no, it, it, went, it went unscathed. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it wasn't really the right platform for people to air their grievances because um, we're just there to engage and try to humanise the police as someone safe to approach. And there were people in the audience who wanted to ask us questions and mm. to to feel like it was a safe environment to do so. And I think... Um, it, some people didn't feel safe because of what was going on. Mm. No, so, but I, I wasn't really going there, Travis. I was actually going to our international oh, uh, visit. Well, that was a highlight. So when I was at Paran, um, I became aware of a opportunity to travel to Amsterdam. Some funding was available through the European Union yep. um, for a um, full expenses paid trip to Amsterdam um, where they were having representatives from police forces from all over the world, including some ones you wouldn't imagine. Um, some African countries. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head and it's It'll escaping come. me. Um, I was going to say Uganda, but I don't think it was Uganda. No, it um, wasn't. <laughs> it was a country completely out of the box. Mm. Um and so, yeah, we went to Amsterdam and, um, wow, like... Tell me all about it. Well... I'm going this year. Well, when you get off the plane, <laughs> there's some very handsome um, some very handsome local uh, customs officers that, that might take her on. That was the first thing I noticed. I thought, my gosh, like I've never even been to Europe. But, um, look, it was... There were speakers from all over the world. Um, you know, we got addressed via video from the UN Secretary General at the time, um, Ban Ki-moon, I think from South Korea. Um, you know, everyone was happy to be there. It was, I remember, we all wore uniform over there, which is quite bizarre when you're wearing a Victoria Police uniform in Amsterdam, but we're walking down the main street and there was um, oh, a couple of hundred of us or a hundred of us. Yeah. And we had escort from the Dutch, the, uh, Dutch National Police. And I remember walking past... Um, some Australians and they've seen us Victoria Police done a double take and then um, <laughs> what the expletive uh, a Victoria Police doing here <laughs> we're following you guys yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's so, a sting yeah totally <laughs> we uh, go to no expense yeah <laughs> parking fine right now <laughs> totally and it was, it was interesting just seeing the different laws that got over there yeah. so I mean they've got um, specific hate crime laws so you know I remember one incident where someone was at the front and you know making some very um, violent hateful, aggressive comments towards um, not necessarily participants of the conference, but people there to support it. And um, that was swiftly taken away. It didn't by, last five seconds. Yeah, no, it didn't. Yeah. Um, and that was interesting to see. And, and look, at the time, you know, I always thought being Australia were pretty, um, you know, we didn't have um, same-sex marriage at the time, but I thought we were pretty accepting and our laws are pretty good and... You know, they, they had a moment in the Commerce Gap. I'm not sure if you can remember. They said, "Raise your hands if your country has this. Raise your can, can, mm. you raise your hands if your country has that." And we weren't raising our hands. Mm-hmm. Only the first question was same-sex marriage. The sex one, you know, the second question was, you know, around industry, um, around hate, um, uh, aggravating factors when it comes to um, hate. Um, and it was bizarre. And I thought, wow, we're yeah. not as progressive as I thought we were. Um, I think we're a lot more progressive now with the um, same-sex marriage plebiscite now passed. But that was bizarre. But so much fun meeting police from everywhere. And the best part of it was, um, and I know Gabby's smiling. I mean, she's thinking about <laughs> it. So we got to participate in um, Euro Pride. So they put us on what was called an international police boat. So yeah. they had probably a couple of 
police from each country. So we had the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Canadian police with the big the hats. Mounties. Yeah, the Mounties. They were very popular. Um, you know, French, um, US, um, crazy. And we had a DJ on the boat and the canals were just packed, like packed. I've never had a reception like this ever. It puts pride much to shame. <laughs> have you been, obviously, you've been to Australian Mardi Gras in Sydney. So I have been you, once. So how do you compare it to the Mardi Gras in Sydney? Well, I hope I still get invited to Sydney Mardi Gras again, but... Um, <laughs> Look, I like water, so um, it's a different experience. You're on a boat. We, had a, we had a DJ, and you know everyone was happy to see us, and we didn't always have that. It's you know, as a police officer, it's pretty rare that someone's happy to see you. You're generally you're delivering some bad news, you're arresting them, or you're dealing with a victim of crime. None of which are good experiences. So to have everyone in these canals cheering for you, and it went on for oh gosh, I felt like for hours. It was so. <laughs> liberating and you know as you go through the canals you keep coming to these bridges over your head um, and you've got to everyone would scream at the front duck 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 and you'd all jump to your knees before you have your head taken off by the bridge I'm st- I think we wouldn't be allowed to do that in Australia with um, no. some insurance company that would shut us down so that was really really fun and then from there I kicked it on a bit of a, a trip just to London and Germany and on my own time and yeah, great experience. And, you know, the relationships, you, you know, you form there, you don't lose them. You know, we reach out to each other all the time with yeah. questions and, you know. Um, Share Lifelong friendships. Of yeah. Many, many international police from many countries. And um, one, one thing that we learned there was where different countries are in their engagement with the LGBTI community. Mm. Some, like some of the African countries and some of the poorer countries um, really were just starting to put their foot in the water and wanted to learn a lot of information from the other police and countries as to how they're engaging because they weren't engaging at all. And then we, we kind of could base ourselves, where are we on that scale of how mm. well we engage? I think we were doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, look, we had a lot of police there um, from we Australia. Um, we had the most from Victoria Police. Um, so there's New South Wales and Queensland and all the others. Mm-hmm. They're all there as well. Was there in New South Wales? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they, they did a presentation. Oh, they did too, yes. With, with us. Yes, yeah, so yeah, Northern Territory. Um, wow. yeah. yeah. Look, we're, we're very fortunate. Obviously, um, Neil Patterson, Assistant Commissioner, is you know, being very much a trendsetter for us and you know, it, it makes it a lot easier um, to you know, well, attend great events like this because you've got someone at the top championing it mm. as well. Um, so, yeah, I just remember some of the countries. So I remember um, someone from, a police officer from Thailand was there, a police officer from Ukraine was there, mm, and a police officer from Greece. And I remember he wasn't allowed to wear a uniform. Um, and he wasn't, from memory, he also wasn't allowed to be, um, you know, a police officer there as such where he's actually, you know, he's not there on work time. He's not there... Um, you know, he's not allowed to represent the police force at all, but it's quite, I think, backwards. Mm. Um, but he's now, he went back from that conference back to Greece and the amount of work he's done within the LGBTI space is phenomenal and he's now in papers there all the time. So went, he went from kind of being really ostracised for going to now kind of being championed. Mm. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Now, just before we go, we've got to come back to Footscray. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's uh, some of the challenges that are going on out there for the LGBTI community in the region? What's some of the things that uh, you see? Well, that's a Probably tough question that notice. violence, which is not yeah. really different to any other part of the community. It's such a big issue for Victoria Police and any, yeah. any community, including LGBTI. Do you have any problems with beat issues out there? 
Well, I think the underreporting of family violence is an issue for us. Um, you know, it's often hard to detect what's not being reported. Um, that's an issue. Um, and, you know, we work really closely with our stakeholders to really encourage people to come forward and, and report it. We know there's a massive underreporting of same-sex family violence. Um, we know, in relation to your question, we know that, um, you know, there has been some incidences of assaults um, and other things in those in, pu- in public locations. And we've certainly worked really closely with the community and those involved to not only make them feel like they can report it, but also make the wider community feel safe. Yeah. So we worked with Thorn Harbour Health quite, quite intensely yeah. with um, our beat issues when we do have them or when we're made aware of them. Yeah. So working with our our partners is very important to us. And safety messaging. And we also work with the councils um, as well around those locations. We we, we know where they are. Yeah. Um, And it's just about, you know, we want every part of our area out of uh, Footscray and Maribyrnong to be safe. Um, And, you know, if we're aware that there's a particular offending going on that's harmful to anybody, we'll do our best and work with our stakeholders such as Council and Thorn Harbour Health, whether it be through safety messaging, whether it be through more lighting with um, which Council can help us with to make it as safe as we possibly can. It's something definite that you're on top of, which is the which is the good thing. We try to be. We try to be, yeah. But we need people to report to us yeah. or at least give us some information. Otherwise, if crimes are occurring and no one tells us, we can't respond. Exactly. No. Travis, it has been lovely chat having you in here tonight. Thank you for having me. No. It's my first time. I'll have to come back again. How's it taken so long? Yeah, I don't know. That's a bit, I don't know. We'll have to have him back, yeah, you reckon? Yeah, we will. Anyway, uh, that's it for tonight for The Glow Show. You all stay safe and have a great week out there, Gabby. You too. Stay safe. I'll Thank do my you. best. Thank you, Travis. Thanks, Will. We'll see you again. You've been listening to The Glow Show. Join 94.9. That's it from us today. Thanks for listening to another Glow Show on Joy. Tonight's episode has just been loaded to the Joy website and our podcast feed on iTunes. So if you missed anything important, you can hear it again now. Please support the volunteers who make the Glow Show happen by subscribing to our podcast and sharing them with your friends on social media. The Glow Show is produced by Will Lansing and Gabrielle Tyak and edited weekly by me, Jason Gibbs. See you next time on Joy. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.